Welcome, sports fans, to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Coach's Barbecue Smokehouse, Ascension Providence, The Baylor Club, Myatt Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, VersaLive Southwest Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. Audio's Matt Mosley. Get you ready for big noon kickoff coming to town. Oh, they'll be arriving probably sometime tomorrow. They'll maybe do a few interviews, talk to some folks out Friday, mill around a little bit. And Saturday morning, they'll get it on. Um, and um, I was noticing the um, Baylor football, Baylor athletics, uh, doing some cool ticket deals. And uh, I was going to mention that, Aaron, that um, Baylor athletics, in honor of the 25 seniors, that they'll be, uh, it'll be senior day out there and of course there'll be two more games after that but uh we're talking about the last time to see these seniors and come out and celebrate them uh there are some 25 dollar tickets ready and i think it from what i could tell it was like a 24 hour process or maybe we'll stick with the 25 theme uh wow this is really interesting i'm looking at some of the deals uh oh here's the one from four hours ago Celebrate uh, our 25 B- Baylor football seniors on Saturday with $25 game tickets. And um, how do you do that? You enter the code SENIORS22. SENIORS22 to grab your tickets for 25 bucks. All right? See, Aaron, even sometimes I'll just help out Baylor Athletics. I mean, I we love it. We love being the flagship. So, Occasionally, I'll just say, you know what the heck, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna give them a shout out. All right, and uh, I know Aaron Bean has to appreciate that. Uh, who's in charge of uh, tickets? They've been really trying to move some tickets here recently, and have tried some different ways to get that done, including a Baylor um, alum just buying a whole bunch of them. But we can't just depend on Mr. Uh, Berenger. Can't just depend on Tide on a weekly basis. So this is a cool deal. Uh, $25 to celebrate the 25 Baylor seniors. And, you know, Aaron, when uh, when your team goes out there and loses 31-3, it's not like everybody's, you know, <laughs> lining up. Now, it's TCU. It should have already had kind of a lead-up ticket sales kind of thing. But, um, yeah, we're uh, – this is uh, – this is a good deal. $25 tickets. And again, um, I would go to this uh, Baylor, you know, just go to Baylor Bears and uh, the Baylor official website, and it looks like everything's there. All right. So uh, go get your tickets, sign up. Now, students and everybody that wants to be on TV or wants to be in that big crowd for big noon kickoff, you're supposed to arrive at like 8 a.m. I'm pretty sure that's when that's when you need to be there lined up. Now, can you camp out? I mean, I wouldn't suggest it on like a what's going to be 25 probably or 30 something degrees that night. I mean, I don't 35 degrees in central Texas. I wouldn't suggest camping out in that. But 
we do have some some great fans and hearty you know it's always fun when you're with your uh with with your folks so uh i wish we could do kind of like line them up and kind of a lock-in put them somewhere where it's somewhat warm and then get them ready bust them out or whatever drop them off about 8 a.m to get in line and get everybody out there you know Aaron, they don't often come to me for ideas, but occasionally I stumble across something. I mean, you, I, I just, camping out in that kind of cold does not seem totally wise. Aaron, have you been looking at the temperatures for Saturday? I, at the gym today, I overheard somebody say there might be some flurries Saturday. I thought, oh my gosh, oh my goodness, surely not. Nothing that would accumulate, but I thought, man, and that was up a little bit north of Waco, but uh, I was uh, kind of wondering, as our resident weatherman, Aaron, you love giving the weather. Hmm. Have you taken a peek to see kind of what it looks like, what we're projecting for Saturday's temperatures? Yeah, there's no snow in the forecast, but it's going to be cold, a high of around 50, cloudy, and an overnight low near 38. So, More importantly, Aaron, can you look specifically like what it'll be at 7 a.m.? When we're out there doing our uh, show, uh, about forty degrees. Oh goodness! Okay, okay. Aaron, but as the, as the tailgate show goes on, it'll yeah. creep up to a toasty fifty-two, fifty-three by the time y'all get done. <laughs> by the time we're done at nine o'clock, okay. Yes. Aaron, um, do you think this is one maybe Tom and Lark would would maybe prefer? I mean, I think they like having me because I, I talk a whole lot, and so I think they uh, – I, I don't think they want to do it without me totally, but this might be one I just come in the studio with you, Aaron, and just kind of do it, and then and then I make my way out to the game from the studio. What do you think about that? A studio, a studio appearance. I think that would be good. <laughs> yeah, I think that would be good. Good luck selling that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm trying to think how to sell that. Um I mean, I'm not much help to them setting up. Uh, I'll have to think about maybe uh, maybe Tom will come around on that idea. Uh, it is the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. We'll have the uh, longtime Frogs radio analyst. Boy, he does basketball, too. Aaron, I maybe shouldn't lead with that loss the other night to the Screaming Demons of Northwestern State out of uh, Louisiana, Natchitoches, Louisiana. Aaron, spell Natchitoches. If I ask you to spell Natchitoches, Louisiana. In fact, if somebody can spell Natchitoches right now, and I don't want I don't want you Googling it, you've got I'll give you like twenty seconds to do this. You win our uh, Schmaltz's trivia question of the week. All right? I may give a do a couple this week, but you get two free sandwiches if you can spell Natchitoches, Louisiana. You don't have to spell Louisiana. I want you to spell Natchitoches. And, uh, and and I want you to text that in, 254-662-1660. Now, Aaron and I will be able to tell if you took a bunch of time and looked it up. Okay, it's not an easy spelling. Natchitoches, Louisiana. We, I guarantee we have some Cajuns that are in our midst, and or even maybe people listening in Louisiana today, people, Bear fans in Shreveport, New Orleans, all over. Uh, they love Monroe. Monroe. I like how they say it. Monroe. Uh, they love listening to the Matt Mosley Show. 254-662-1660 is the number to text in the spelling of Natchitoches. 
Aaron, if I if you didn't look it up, would you know how to spell it? Absolutely not. <laughs> you know who I think could do it? I think I don't think Lark and Tom could both do it. I think one of them could. I'm trying to think which one it has more Louisiana ties. Does Tom have family from Louisiana? He probably does. I, but although Lark's been around this the 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 earth longer, I feel like Lark might be able to dig deep and come up with the spelling of Nakatich. If you're listening out there, Lark, text it to me, and I'll give you a free sandwich to Schmaltz. Okay, I'll just buy you one. I don't think we can officially give you one since you're sort of a, affiliated with the station. Two five four six six two sixteen sixty is the number if you can spell Nakatich. Aaron, you let me know if anything rolls in. I think people are kind of stumped right now. We but, have a uh, winner. I just got. Oh, we already have one. Oh, just yeah. one okay. though. I, I figured uh-huh. it is Good. a tough word to spell. So. Uh huh. And did, have you looked it up to make sure they spelled it correctly? I did. Have you Googled it? Oh, you've oh, you've done it. All right. Oh, it looks like Sean Hunt. Is Sean the winner? I think Sean's texting me. I can't, Sean. I can't take the time to look down and read text messages. I'm, I'm a very focused broadcaster. Okay, but Sean must have had an attempt, and I bet he got it right. Aaron, do we know the name of the person who got it right? Bill L. Bill L. is our winner. Two free sandwiches to Schmaltz. Anybody else that gets it, I'll just take you to Schmaltz with me. But Bill gets those two free coupons to schmaltzes boy nelson rue when he's back there wrapping up his work day kind of cleaning up back there because nelson still comes in makes the sandwiches and all that stuff uh he's listening to the mosley show so shout out to you nelson as you uh make your way through the day uh last night bears almost got beat by smu Aaron, that's probably not fair for me to lead it that way smu's talented they got some great transfers that came in uh, one of them, I think her name's Embry, Chantel Embry, Chanel. Anyway, uh, she she was from Texas Tech, and then they got some other transfers. One from Rice, I think it was. I mean, big time transfers, and they were good. All those transfers that Nikki talked to us about yesterday came up. One had ten, one had sixteen, one had twelve. Now, fortunately, they can't shoot. Okay, neither could the Bears last night. I mean, there were there were moments in that game where it was it was pitiful. I mean, that fourth quarter, uh, th- thank goodness the Bears had built the lead because the fourth quarter they get outscored like twenty three to thirteen or twenty to thirteen, whatever. SMU put on a bit of a show down the stretch and got back involved in that thing and had it within striking distance, and the Bears. Uh, thank you to the freshman Bella Fontleroy stepping up and knocking down that baseline jumper. Whoa. I mean, when the chips were down. Now, early in the quarter, I got to say, uh, Ferreira, Cat Ferreira, all these freshmen that are doing well, I'm really excited about them. Ferreira hit like five points early in the quarter. And then Fontleroy got it done late. All right. They might have been responsible for all like 10 points. In that quarter, it was a gutty. They had to pull that thing out, and it got very scary. I mean, SMU was knocking on the door, and uh, and and a freshman Fontleroy stepped up and nailed it down late. And then Sarah made a couple of free throws to help us out. Um, I was kind of going back and forth because I was enjoying that Kentucky 
was playing last night. And then, of course, Duke and Kansas were playing late. That Kentucky-Michigan State game went to double OT. And um, Aaron, there was some great – Izzo's still putting some – and he, you know, what I like about Tom Izzo, I don't always love Izzo, but you know what? He was crediting his assistants for those inbounds plays. They had two unbelievable inbound plays in overtime. So what happened is that pushed the other game back, and it also pushed the, the announcement of the top 25 back. And you could tell Herb Street was kind of like mad that it pushed – it kind of pushed his night, his evening back. Of course, Kirk has to do that. Then he's got he and Al Michaels do the Thursday night game. Then he has to be there for game day, and then he goes somewhere to call the ABC game of the week. You know, and and of course that one is Bedlam this week. Fortunately, Big Noon kickoff has come to us. Big Noon kickoff in Waco and has chosen the Frogs and the Bears as the six and four Bears take on the ten and zero. TCU Horn Frogs. What an incredible opportunity that will be. All right, Aaron, we uh we got to stay on schedule today because we do have legendary voice of the TCU Horn Frogs and former Horn uh, Horn Frogs great. We know him as John Denton. He joins us next. This is Dallas Cowboys football 2022. Second down and goal with the one and a half. Only heard here. Play action fake. Prescott's going to throw it in the end zone. All season. To Peyton Henderson on National Tight End Day. <laughs> Sunday afternoon, it's your Cowboys and the Minnesota Vikings. Live from U.S. Bank Stadium. On this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. Cowboys, Vikings, Sunday at 2 on our sister station, Fox Sports Central Texas. Maya Fuel should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated, independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery, they also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107 or find them at MayaFuels.net. That's MayaFuels.net. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. A combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixins. They welcome phone-in orders at their Town West or Downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. The next time you need to rent or buy heavy equipment, remember West Rentals. At West Rentals, you'll find scissor lift, ditch switch, Skytrack, storage crates, skid steers, backhoe, power washer, jackhammer, jumping jack, and concrete trowels. Their goal is to meet all your needs from small jobs to large contracts. Locally owned and operated, West Rentals, 226 West Oak Street in West and at westrental.net. Your home for Baylor women's basketball is ESPN Central Texas. Say hello to the easiest everyday accessory, permanent fine jewelry at DMRA Fine Jewelers. We offer a wide selection of permanent fine jewelry that your DMRA experts custom fit and micro weld closed, creating a seamless permanent bracelet, necklace, ring, or anklet. Great for promise rings, friendship bracelets, bridal showers, bachelorette parties, birthday parties, or simply to treat yourself. Book your permanent fine jewelry appointment or private event now at DMRA. 
Way Fine Jewelers, 4541 West Waco Drive. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Hi, my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that perfect home. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. I have a team of people around me that make what I do each day possible. If you're searching for that perfect home, your experience should be pleasant and stress-free. Call me today. I want to meet you. 254-495-0338. Google Amanda Cunningham. Realtor with Colwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Top five in the college football playoff poll, whole serve. Georgia is number one, followed by Ohio State, Michigan, TCU, and Tennessee at five. Virginia has canceled its game against Coastal Carolina on Saturday after the shooting deaths of players Lavelle Davis Jr., Deshaun Perry, and David Chandler, the school announced today. No decision has been made on the season finale against Virginia Tech. Beta women's basketball defeated SMU last night 58-55. UMHB men's basketball tonight in the Mayborn Center versus Fort Hood Phantom Warriors. It's the annual toy toss game for the Crusaders. Tip is at 7.30. Dallas Mavericks beat the Clippers last night 103-101. Tonight at the AAC, the Mavs host the Rockets 7.30 tip-off. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. I see a Matt Mosley show. ESPN Central Texas. We welcome in now the radio voice of the TCU Horn Frogs. Well, football, basketball, the man does it all. I mean, he's even been known to slip into a baseball booth at times. It is John Denton joining us on the Matt Mosley Show. John, uh, it's getting closer, and the Frogs uh, uh, getting closer to that perfect season. Remain undefeated. We will see what happens in Waco. How are, how are things percolating today in uh, Fort Worth? Is it sort of the calm before the storm? You know, it's uh, and by the way, good afternoon to you, Mr. Mosley. Good to good to talk to you and uh, and all of your uh, your your listener. Anyway, um, I uh, I will tell you that everything is kind of calm, and that's kind of the way it's been the whole season. That's the way it's been all year since Sunny Dykes arrived. I mean, this is very much. Um, Business-like approach to things. They don't get too excited one week after the next. I mean, I think that's made a lot of difference. Uh, this is an older football team that's been through a lot, especially the last 11 months, and uh, they're showing that, that they can handle it. And you know, they've come from behind in four games, and really the only team that they've jumped on and run out of the stadium is Oklahoma. But uh, this, things are very, very businesslike. They're up uh, 
early on the practice field at 8 a.m., and they do all their work in the morning and then, um, you know, get to bed early and get up the next morning and go do it again. So it's an interesting approach. It's a different approach from what we had around here for the last 22 years, but you can't argue with the um, results because, like I always say, when you hire a new football coach, a lot of times it gets a whole lot worse, hello OU, before it gets better. Yeah. Well, at TCU, it's gotten a whole lot better in a hurry, and uh, it, that had to be interesting. I don't, I don't know what your pregame rituals are, uh, other than I see some pictures. Sometimes you'll, you'll show me the setup, show me the view on social media. Um, but did you get to go down to the field and uh, and say hi to Gary Patterson? I was kind of wondering, um, you know, who all was able to to catch up with Gary and 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 what that was like, or if Gary was out, you know, making his way around the field a couple hours before the game. No, you know, I uh, I I do go down to the field, look around. You know, being a being a former kicker and a punter, I'm all. You know, checking out the wind and the wind direction and the swirls and just kind of go down and get an idea of what the conditions are like on the field. Gary did not come out for pregame at all. He did not come out uh, until about, you know, game time when when the horns took the field and, uh, you know, the frogs were were rolling out. So, uh, really, he was was out there only – for the actual, you know, game itself and kind of kept a low profile. And then, you know, after the game, I thought it was classy and it was, it was nice of him to, he went over and I mean, all the, all the players that he could get to and say hello to, um, you know, he gave him a hug and congratulated him and had an elongated visit with Max Duggan, who is a guy that Gary's always liked from day one. I mean, Gary thought a lot of Max and, liked his toughness and admired the way he played the game. And so it, um, it was, it was good. I was with him earlier in the week and he was, he was saying he was going to kind of keep a low profile until, until the ball was in the air. Yeah. I thought for a while he looked really good. Didn't he? When it was like three, nothing forever or, or scoreless. I thought, well, both sides, both be, you know, you could say, well, Gary still, you know, had a lot of those guys, uh, on defense with TCU, recruited a lot of those guys, so it was uh, it was an interesting matchup. I mean, calling that, were you were, did you have to kind of almost um, was that pretty odd to you know because we talk about the great play designer that Sark is, and you look up there and it's like zero zero forever, and then it's three nothing into the third quarter. Um, did that uh, did that catch you by surprise? Yeah, I, uh, you know, with the way that. These two offenses have been churning out points and yards, and you look at all the weapons on both sides. I mean, this was this was going to be an offensive at extreme. You know, I mean, you got both teams are averaging close to forty points a game, and you got arguably two of the best uh, running backs in the country, and you've got you know a fleet of wide receivers on both sides, and you know a couple of quarterbacks that uh, one highly sought after and another one who, you know, was making his 38th start and yeah, who, who thought it'd be three to nothing at the half. I mean, all of a sudden we were back to uh, Texas TCU 1965 or something, you know, and um, (laughs) it was, you know, it came down to, I really think, I mean, defenses dominated in that game. And, you know, I really think it came down to in a game like that, you know, whose quarterback plays the best. 
and there was a lot of made of Quinn Ewers going into this game. Now he's going to fillet TCU's pass defense that was porous and poor and all that. And yeah, the Frogs have given up a lot of yards through the air, but the TCU defense showed up like I haven't seen in a long, long time. And um, it was quite impressive. And they they pretty much jammed the um, the run game for Texas and kind of made them one-dimensional. And I don't think anybody expected to see that. Uh, I certainly did. It was uh, it was pretty amazing. Talking to John Denton from uh, TCU Horn Frogs, been a, a radio analyst for many years now. Uh, John, have you gotten your hands on any of those uh, hoodies that Sonny Dykes likes to to show off? I mean, there, there's the Hypnotoad that's gotten a lot of a lot of press. The House of Duggan. For those of us that watch the House of Dragons, by the way, John, I wouldn't recommend that for you. It's a little racy, yeah. and uh, there's okay. just stuff I don't think you could handle on there. But uh, too many, and a lot of childbirth scenes, which I'm yeah. not, it's not like I really like to sign up for that. Uh, but the House of Duggan uh, hoodie is a great look. I mean, I got to think when they when uh, when he wears those things, do they quickly turn those around and offer them to fans or? Or some of those things that Sonny has on only only things that Sonny has. How do how do the how's the TCU how does TCU handle all that? Well, it's uh, a lot of them are are like Sonny and staff only, which you okay. know makes sense. They're they're turning them out quickly. Uh, the Hypno Toad is available. People can can get their hands on the Hypno Toad, but uh, the Carter Boys that's pretty much team issue stuff. Uh, House of Duggan that's pretty much team issue stuff. You know, it's um, it's one of those one of those situations where, I mean, they're coming out with almost one a week. So <laughs> to get the stuff merchandise, you know, I'm I'm waiting for them to come out with the House of Denton. I mean, that would that would that would be that'd be really nice, you know, with maybe a, a number fifteen on the back of it, you know, my old jersey number, but. You know, for some reason they've they've opted not to do that just yet. So, yeah, I saw an old picture of you. Was it talking to Wacker maybe? And it has a great photo. It was a black and white photo. Don't read into anything into that. There was, there was, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right, touche. <laughs> but it was a good looking photo, and I don't know what he was saying to you, but you looked very intense over there, and. uh you were a big dude. I mean, you're, you're still a big dude, but I'm just thinking kickers uh, at that time, I don't think we're now kickers and punters can be really big guys. Um, you were a little bit, were you kind of ahead of your time in that in that field? Weren't, weren't the guys, like I'm thinking about the guy at Arkansas back then that was so great. Uh, uh, who was that? Cox. Steve yep. Cox. Steve and then Cox. they had, had Leahy. Leahy was good. You know, all those guys. But they were they were not big dudes, as I recall. Were you one of the bigger kickers back in the day? You know, I, you know, early 80s, I mean, it was starting to get to where you were seeing, you know, bigger guys start to get into the into the kicking game. And, uh-huh. you know, uh, I played, I originally came to TCU uh, under a head coach named F.A. Dry, who spent some time at Baylor. And yeah, yeah. He's still with us. I see him every now and again. He's, he's back up here in Fort Worth and, you know, a brilliant football guy, but also a special teams guru. Yeah. And um, I was, I was led into the program because of leg length. He liked, he liked tall kickers and punters because he knew that, you know, just like 
in golf with the longer shaft on a driver, the larger the arc, the more power you have. And that's, that's how I got into, into, uh, you know, the program at TCU because I had good leg length and, you know, he knew what to do with that. So when I got here, he put about 50 pounds on me my freshman year. And, uh, lo and behold, all of a sudden my, you know, I'm, I'm playing and kicking and, you know, trying to talk Jim Wacker into or out of a lot of different things by the time <laughs> I'd like some of the audio from that. Now, Baylor's kicker back around then, we hit a big field goal to beat Arkansas. Uh, my, and I think I was there for that game. I can't remember if we were in Fayetteville. It may have been. Marty Jimerson was kicking. Oh, uh, now, great. Marty would handle some real short-type field goals. I don't know if we even yeah. attempted longer field goals. And then punting, Buzz Sawyer was a tremendous right. punter at Baylor back in the day. And then Pete Rutledge, uh, I think, yeah. was the guy's name that followed him up. So I uh, well, I just wanted to bring up some old kickers I know people hey, love. You're, yeah. you're, in, you're in my wheelhouse. Buzzy Sawyer, here's the interesting thing about Buzzy Sawyer. I mean, he, he would have loved the, the transfer portal because, as you recall, he started his career at Texas A&M. Mm. And then transferred. He he lettered at both Texas A&M and Baylor back in the day when the, you know, in-conference transfer was absolutely unheard of. I don't know. I don't know how he – I don't know if he made uh, Jackie Sherrill's life so miserable that Jackie just finally signed off and said, yeah, go ahead, go to Waco or what. But, <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you another guy you had while, you, while we're wasting time talking about old kickers. Uh, back in the early days of the Grant Taff era – he had a big guy named Bubba Hicks, who I think he doubled as a lineman or a defensive end, but he had a big old square toe, you know, um, spot-built kicking shoe like I had. And uh, Bubba, Bubba could hit from long range, 50-plus. So, you know, at one point you had Bubba Hicks at, at Baylor. Tony Franklin was bombing him at A&M. Irk Slavin, Russell Irk Slavin was at Texas. Steve Little at Arkansas. Goodness I mean, gracious. Had, you, I mean, it was, it was artillery. Plus, the great thing, and this is where, you know, they're always screwing with the kicking game with regard to rules, is back then, hell, you could try an 80-yarder, okay? And if you missed it, it came out to the 20-yard line. It didn't come back to the line of scrimmage. So that's why you had all these 60-plus field goals that were getting tried and made by mm. all those guys that I just, I just made. Now, I always used to give Coach Taff a hard time because he was on the rules committee, and as soon as Bubba Hicks graduated and he didn't have a long-range bomber, he was on the rules committee, and he voted to change it to where the ball went back to the line of scrimmage after a missed field goal. So Grant Grant never missed a trick. <laughs> Love Coach Taff. He used to come talk to me in pregame. And, you know, uh, he's always trying to get in your head a little bit. Another great coach. I, 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 well, uh, Bubba Hicks and I were at a uh, dinner together just the other night, and uh, so next time I see him, I'll tell him that his name came. Uh, he probably listened. Bubba listens to yeah. the show all the time. Well, uh, I, was, I was in I was in junior high. I mean, I, any of those games that I could get to where those guys were kicking, I got there early. I was kind of like Roger Clemens watching Nolan Ryan warm up when he was a kid. I mean, I'd get there early. I knew. I knew Irk Slavin's whole routine. I, I'd catch uh, Bubba Hicks. And, uh, you know, anytime Arkansas was close by, I'd go watch Steve Cox. They, those guys were all great. They were they were guys that I, I patterned myself after. 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, John Denton joining us on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Uh, this is going to be interesting. Big noon kickoff. Uh, John, we've got, I mean, obviously they're here because of what TCU, but they're going to be on the Baylor campus. They were last year when Oklahoma was 9-0 and and the Bears beat them. Were, um, were you all surprised at all to hear that you, you kind of think this is one of those they, they made the decision before Baylor went out and got flattened by Kansas State, and then they said, well, let's just stick with this? Uh, it was uh, we. Some of us were very surprised that this would be some kind of big featured game. Although you know, TC, it's a rivalry game, the rivalry, I guess it's called. And um, and you know, there's TCU obviously has a a ton on the line. Yeah. Oh yeah. There's there's plenty on the line. Hey, I you know sometimes I don't envy those producers or the people that make those decisions on where to take game day or you know, uh, big noon kickoff or any of that kind of stuff. I mean. Yeah. You know, good Lord, it, they're, it's like a traveling circus, all of the stuff that they bring in. So, you know, they had to make a call, and they did. And, you know, things didn't go the way that um, they, they had thought it might with Baylor and K-State. But, uh, you know, nonetheless, I mean, people have asked me, and they, they said, hey, you know, last weekend, getting ready to go to Austin. They're like, hey, you really worried about this one, blah, blah, blah. I said, no. I said, Texas doesn't bother me nearly as much as Baylor bothers me. And people kind of looked at me funny. I'm like, I said, I think we'll beat Texas. I said, Baylor, Baylor's the chore because I said, Baylor is starting to play like everybody thought they would play from game one. And, you know, Baylor's got rhythm right now. They're controlling, you know, obviously K-State had something to say about that last week, but I've been more worried about Baylor for weeks than I ever was about Texas. Yeah, in in playing in that spoiler role, uh, it could be interesting and the great rivalry that it is. Hey, John, did you uh, when, when Quentin Johnston first arrived on campus? I'm sure he was already, you know, the the, the big physical looking dude that he is now. But the fact that he's just already now being talked about as the as the uh, first receiver to go in the draft. I mean, like, it, 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 this seemed like it happened in a hurry. I mean, from the minute he took the field, though, was there, were there signs like this guy is a different level, this guy's going to be special? Or did, did this year, uh, like, did he just take some kind of huge leap? Where, where, where is he from the day he walked onto campus to where he is now? Because he's a phenomenal player. I know he's been banged up, but uh, uh, he, he's a, he may be the best wide receiver in the country. Yeah, well, I mean, there was was no doubt that when he first showed up that, I mean, this guy was special. I mean, everybody in the country wanted him. Texas wanted him badly, and, uh, you know, he opted to come to TCU. And I think the biggest – I mean, he's he's made plays before. I mean, he's – you know, his his first couple of years here, I mean, he's he's made phenomenal plays. He's he's a dominant receiver, big body, runs well. Uh, You know, he can run over you, stiff arms people after he catches the ball. I mean, he – He's got all the tools. I think the difference this year is that Garrett Riley and Sonny Dykes have taken guys like him and taken guys like Kendra Miller and taken Darius Davis and, you know, have said, okay, Max Duggan or Chandler Morris or whoever's pulling the trigger that day, these are the guys we're going to get the ball to. And we're going we're gonna to get the ball to them, make it easy on you to get it to them, and we're going to go have some fun and let them make plays. And – that's that's happened, you know. Quentin, 
uh, had a had a little bit of a hamstring pull in fall camp and was a little slow at the start of the season. And then he got well and, you know, he had that 14 catch performance at Kansas where, I mean, he was unstoppable. I mean, he and um, really put his skills on display. But the NFL scouts, they've, they've had an eye on him for, for quite some time. I don't know what mm. took some of these other experts so long to figure it out, but uh, he's he's always been special. It's been pretty obvious from early yeah. on that uh, that he was going to do some special things at TCU. And, you know, the scary thing for, for opponents is, you know, they're doubling him and they're doing a lot of different things. I think his, his better, his best games may still be ahead of him. And TCU's going to rely on him. Yeah, it's going to be uh... – this is going to be really exciting. Uh, look forward to seeing you. And, uh, no, I'll be up in the press box. And if you and Brian and Landry, uh, if you all need like a, yeah, like a I'm, halftime I'm, guest or anything like that, I will peek in there and I absolutely you know what, fill some you know time for you guys. What, what we'll need from you is like a halftime toddy. We'll send you down to the suite <laughs> level and you can you can go into the, one of those big money Baylor alums suites where – where you can get whiskey and you can, you can come up there and you know bring me a jack and diet or something that'd be that'd be awesome Mosley and I'll I'll tip you I'll tip you a five spot Yeah you know it's Baptist so I'd have to put it in kind of a secret type container okay to be walking around with anything like that but I'd be happy to try to sneak something in there to you and uh but give all those guys my best and uh uh, I've been think, having really fond thoughts about old Estridge, by the way. We worked together all those years ago, and I, I was thinking about him today. I thought, that's the whole reason I got to be on radio in the first place, is Brian brought me on over at 103.3. So, well, anyway, I've, I'll you, I've just, I'll uh, what, yeah. Well, well, we just we just moved him down to like 43rd in the CFP then, if he's to blame for you, okay? <laughs> Good Lord, damn. He's sinking like the Titanic in the ratings. Good grief. So it's all his fault. I'm going to let him oh. know that. <laughs> I'm the one who told him to do that hit the horn thing. I gave him that. I No, I'm just kidding. I don't think yeah. I – All right, keep, I keep talking, Mosley. You're doing good. <laughs> all right, take it easy, John. I appreciate it. You all have safe travels, and we'll see you Saturday. All right, I'll meet you at George's after the game. Okay, that sounds good. A little post-game, post-game breakdown with John Denton. Uh, boy, the uh, one of the great voices there for TCU. You hear him in basketball. You hear him in football. And he was a great kicker for the Frogs back in the 80s, in the uh, Jim Wacker days. All right, it's um, Mosley. It's Sexton. It's time to continue with some campus confidential. What's going on? What's going on in the world of college athletics that's next it's the continental tire main event in las vegas for scott drew and the bears the fifth ranked bears opening play in las vegas on friday against number 16 virginia 5 30 for the countdown to tip off 6 p.m tip off friday from las vegas baylor bear basketball from Las Vegas, here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. In my podcast, Your Money in a Cup of Joe, we talk money management, investments, and retirement in a Q&A style format, helping break down complicated topics. I'm Joe Kalea with Kalea Wealth Management. Look for Your Money in a Cup of Joe on Apple and Spotify. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. 
you have pain or sports injuries that are keeping you on the sidelines? Start a conversation with a specialist at Ascension Medical Group, Providence Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Tell us about your activities and your history of pain or a recent injury so together we can create the best care plan for you. We are here with minimally invasive to advanced surgery options, as well as physical therapy, and we treat both kids and adults. Schedule with our specialists today at ascension.org slash Texas Ortho. Cars price right, day and night. Average your car in Texas. Trucks built for you, red, white, and blue. Average your car in Texas. Cars that zoom with lots of room. Average your car in Texas. Count on us, a dealer to trust. Average your car in Waco, Texas. Game time. Weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Looking for a great job with great pay and awesome benefits? Genco FCU is hiring. As a longtime Waco employer, Genco focuses on what matters most in our employees' lives, like pay incentives, bonuses, benefits, 401k plans, paid time off, advancement opportunities, medical, prescription, dental, and vision insurance, as well as short and long-term disability. Come join our incredible team today and make Genco your career that will work for you. Apply at GencoFCU.org or at any branch location. Howdy, Chet Garner here, professional guy, searching for bears in the wild. But not just any bears, oh no, a particular kind. With hundreds of thousands roaming freely in the wild, yet still hard to spot, unless you know the signs. There they are, Baylor Bears. If you're a bear enthusiast or even a bear yourself, join me and let's find some bears in the wild. Join the expedition at baylor.edu slash alumni. TFNB, your bank for life, supports Central Texas football. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our Edge checking and savings accounts to earn interest or cash back. With five convenient locations and an award-winning mobile app, banking has never been easier. TFNB, your bank for life. Member FDIC. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Top five in the college football playoff poll, host serve. Georgia is number one, followed by Ohio State, Michigan, TCU, and Tennessee at five. Virginia has canceled its game against Coastal Carolina on Saturday after the shooting deaths of players Lavelle Davis Jr., Deshaun Perry, and David Chandler, the school announced today. No decision has been made on the season finale against Virginia Tech. Beta women's basketball defeated SMU last night 58-55. UMHB men's basketball tonight in the Mayborn Center versus Fort Hood Phantom Warriors. It's the annual toy toss game for the Crusaders. Tip is at 7.30. Dallas Mavericks beat the Clippers last night 103-101. Tonight at the AAC, the Mavs host the Rockets 7.30 tip-off. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. Oh, it is Matt Mosley. We're getting you ready for big noon kickoff. We got. Uh, 520 today. I want to remind you, John Jacobs, the associate head coach for the Baylor Bears, 
co-associate head coach. We know about you, Alvin. Alvin Brooks III as well. But John Jacobs, one of the great tacticians of our time, uh, the man who did the scout on Gonzaga before the Bears took him down to win a national title. That'll be John Jacobs, 520, as the Bears uh, get ready to head out and, uh, and go catch a flight to Vegas. Vegas, baby. It's going to be fun. Big game tomorrow versus Virginia. And then the possibility of seeing Matthew Meyer. Wouldn't that be something? Of course, uh, Illinois has to play UCLA. So there's a chance. There's a chance it could happen. Illinois has been pretty good so far. And another Baylor player on that team as well, Dane Donja. Dane Donja uh, is, uh, has played well for the Illini so far this season. Aaron, I'm very curious to see where you will begin with today's campus confidential. Virginia has canceled their football game against Coastal Carolina on Saturday after the shooting deaths of three players. The school announced Wednesday no decision has been made about the season finale against Virginia Tech, which is a road game November 26th in Blacksburg. The suspected shooter is a former Virginia football player, Christopher Darnell Jones Jr., who was arrested by police Monday. So no game against Coastal Carolina this Saturday and still have not decided about this season finale against Virginia Tech, which is obviously a yeah. big rivalry game. Now, I, I, I heard on um, in Scott's news conference today, earlier today, that uh, John Morris asked if it was discussed perhaps about uh, uh, calling off the game Friday against the Virginia basketball team. And uh, Scott said not to his knowledge it had not uh, been discussed. Uh, Baylor uh, not only has been praying for Virginia, but the, t- the players, according to Scott Drew, uh, wrote some letters or sent some notes to the, uh, uh, to the Virginia players. So I thought that was really cool. Great gesture as those two get ready to play. You never know. Aaron, um, with a uh, schools dealing with tragedy, I mean, I don't know what uh, – it's hard to say like what, how that will impact the on-the-court. Of course, uh, it's such a heavy thing that they're dealing with. What you hope is for the Virginia players, it's kind of an escape or somewhat of an outlet uh, to go out there and, and focus and do what they, they love to do. Uh, well, back in high school, I played a team um, that had tragically lost a player on the court, in fact, the week before we played them, and they had skipped, I guess they, they didn't play Friday's game after that, but did play the following Tuesday after losing one of their teammates in a game. This was basketball, and uh, Aaron, we didn't know what to expect, and, you know, as the team, we didn't really know the player that died, but it was an eerie, strange deal, and they honored him and did a lot of things before the game. And uh, that night, they it was Red Oak, and they just ran us off the floor. Now, a lot of teams did that, but Red Oak was one of the teams that we actually could hang in there with, not that night. So in some ways, I think it was uh, an escape. And the Virginia players, of course, it won't be quite as close to them as it was to the team I just described. And uh, my team was Kaufman, by the way. We rallied late that season, Aaron, to end our my senior year with a 1-13 record in district, okay? But we did beat Midlothian to end the season. <laughs> nice. Okay, it was a big win, big win uh, against those Midlothian kids. The Midlothian uh, Panthers? Maybe, they, maybe so. Now they have Midlothian Heritage. I never could imagine 
Midlothian being big enough to have two schools. But not only do they have two schools, their coach just got hired, Lee, what's his name, to, uh, he, you know, he's the new coach at Allen. Lee used to coach it around here. Golly. And he's just, uh, he's now he's over at Allen. Okay, um, Aaron, what else, uh, what else do you have for us, sir? Week three of the college football playoff rankings released last night. The top five stays the same. Georgia number one, followed by Ohio State, Michigan, TCU at four, Tennessee at five. LSU is up to number six. Others in the top 25, Kansas State at 15. Oklahoma State is 22. And future Big 12 members, UCF is number 20, Cincinnati number 25. You know, I like seeing our future members get up there. I'm always looking to see, okay, who are they trying to, who are they trying to kind of help earlier to get those teams in there? But they deserve to be there. I think Cincinnati has two losses now. UCF may be in the same boat, but uh, good to see, man. I, I, I mean, it's it's worrisome because, of course, next year got. Uh, Baylor's got to play a lot of these teams, but they're coming in hot, man. Coming in really hot with some in, in the teams we thought were going to be maybe the best this season didn't turn out to be. BYU beats the Bears, and they've gone on to have a pretty poor season by the by its standards. Okay, by the uh, Cougar standards, but UCF and Cincinnati, and Cincinnati's just to this at this point, we got to kind of look at Cincinnati, you know, as a college football perennial. I don't know if I'd call them a power, but, my gosh, they made the playoff. I mean, none of the other teams outside of Oklahoma has ever done that in the Big 12. So, got to give them credit. And uh, I think it'll be fascinating to see how Cincinnati measures up in the Big 12. Will it take them a little while? Will they come in and compete right away? I mean, TCU was a great team coming in from the, what, Mountain West Conference? I mean, they had dominated that, and, and they were good in the Big 12, uh, but it took them until they had the one great season in 2014, the same year Baylor had a great season. And as you'll remember, the Bears finished fifth that year, and the TCU Horn Frogs finished sixth, and infamously, Ohio State finished fourth. Despite not having head coach Bill Self last night, Number six, Kansas, got a big victory over number seven, Duke, 69-64. to 64. Even though Bill, Coach Bill Self wasn't there, he had told his team all week in practice that this game was not about individual talent on the floor, but Kansas versus Duke, and that if they played selfish basketball, they could win this game, and they did. I just figured you would want to maybe end today Scamp the Confidential with a heartwarming story involving it. One of the <laughs> nicer. I never mind. I'm, I can't even finish the sentence. Anyway, no, Kansas, even, even without Bill Self, wins last yeah. night uh, over Duke, which is a big victory considering uh, their head coaches. Finish, still finish cons- your sentences. I, I People like to hear what you have to say. I mean, I, I don't. If you're headed toward like a Bill Self joke, by all means, don't ever stop. <laughs> don't try to. There's no reason I to just, stop. Uh, I mean, you didn't stop when you had your Bob Bowlesby jokes, did you? <laughs> I mean, you never stopped. You ran right through the stop signs. I was trying to tell you, hey, let's be respectful of this man. And every day, yeah. boy, you were bringing up all that Bowlesby stuff. 
Um, good for uh, good for Bill Self. You know, let the team try to get one without him. They did the the game, and and they're good. Jalen Wilson was like 0 for 7 from three point range. I hate the. Uh, it made me admire uh, Matthew Meyer even more than I already did watching uh, McCuller play for Kansas. I mean, he was one. He and Terrence Shannon both. Terrence Shannon's now playing for Illinois. You know, they they were threatening Shannon, threatening to leave. Well, if you don't hire Mark Adams, I'm going to leave. If y'all don't hire Mark Adams to replace Chris Beard, I'm out of here. And they hire Mark Adams, and he leaves anyway. I mean, give me a break. Give me a break. Now, again, they may be paying him a bunch of NIL money. Who knows? But And then McCuller to go to Kansas. Come on, man. I mean, Mark Adams, I mean, McCuller was a huge part of those Tech teams. Now, I'm no, I'm no huge Texas Tech basketball fan. But I, I do. I am a fan of the conference, and I, I don't like the the inner conference kind of stuff. I don't love. Um, although, like with Bridges, you know, because people say, well, "What about Jalen Bridges coming from West Virginia?" I will just say that Scott and and Huggins have a very close relationship, and there's got to be. A, I think there's a reason for that. I think Huggins probably felt like maybe Bridges could be better in Scott's system. So I kind of understand that. But, boy, some of these in-conference uh, changes. But the Shannon thing bugs me. That wasn't an in-conference deal. But that was just uh, I'm going to hold this over my program's head. And then when they do what I ask them to do, I'm going to end up leaving anyway. Now, is it totally fair of me? Since I don't know everything about the situation, probably not. Probably not. All right? Which is why now I'm going to get us ready for the 5 o'clock hour. Now, 5.20 today, I want to remind you, John Jacus. John Jacus. I always want to say Jangleheimer Smith after saying that. But John Jacus, the uh, the great Baylor coach, will join us at 5.20. But next, all right, some Dak Prescott talk. And then um, we got some other audio for you that we're going to play that I think you'll find really, really interesting. We'll do that to start the 5 o'clock hour. It's next. Hey, everyone. With today's Cowboys report, I'm Christy Scales. Sunday in Minnesota against the red-hot Vikings passing attack, a Cowboy rookie cornerback will be in the crosshairs. We'll tell you about Deron Bland after this. What does it mean to be a part of Cowboys Nation? At Reliant, it means powering the home of the Dallas Cowboys and homes of Cowboys fans across Texas and helping out when needed most. As an electricity provider, it's our commitment to every customer and their family. And it's as strong as our Texas roots. It's our promise today and for generations to come. Reliant, proud to be the official energy provider of the Dallas Cowboys. PUCT number 10007. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. 
Cowboys are on the practice field this afternoon installing the game plan for Sunday's road game at the 8-1 Vikings, who feature arguably the best receiver in the NFL, Justin Jefferson. Meanwhile, the Cowboys are shorthanded at cornerback. Rookie Deron Bland has been filling in for Jordan Lewis in the slot. Even though Bland gave up the game-winning score in Green Bay, veteran safety Malik Hooker says he has faith in the rookie. You know, a lot of those passes that was caught on Bland is just great ball. I mean, plays is going to happen, man. That's, that's the NFL. You know, everybody gets paid to be a star out there. So, so I'm confident that he's going to bounce back from whatever anybody feels is a bad game for him. But, man, Bland's a ball player. He's going to bounce back from that. So I'm not too worried about that right now. With today's Cowboys report, I'm Christy Scales. Cowboy report brought to you by Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac. Cars and trunks are arriving weekly. Highway 6 at the Imperial Exit in Waco and at richardcar.com. Tune in to Dallas Cowboys football on your home for America's team. ESPN Central Texas. Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. Enjoy one-of-a-kind luxury and lounge at the Baylor Club, located in the heart of McLean Stadium. This elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs with a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality. Weddings, milestones, business, and birthdays, a stadium roaring with bear spirit featuring stunning city skyline views. Baylor Club truly has it all. For interest in membership or your next private event, call 254 710 It's fall. Pumpkin spice is everywhere and football is back. The temperatures are dropping and you think you have escaped summer's dreaded effects on your foundation. Then you see it. Where did that crack come from? Wait, this door doesn't latch. Or why doesn't this window open? Most people don't realize the full effects of summer soil movement until September or October. And the fall season is typically the busiest time of the year for foundation repair. Do you want your home in tip-top shape for the holidays? Do you want the topic at Thanksgiving dinner to be that big crack in your wall? Then you better call the doctor. He'll craft the best solution for you and your home and get you back on the level in no time. Call us today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. So for doors that are sticking and cracks in your walls, the Foundation Doctor will make a house call. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. An agent for 31 years, Joe Wimpy Agency Farmers Insurance has the experience to help you understand your coverage options, whether it's auto, home, life, or business insurance and retirement planning. And Joe is proud of his longtime connection to Baylor University. His brother Jerry played football for the Bears. Uncle W.J. Wimpy was a Baylor chaplain for 50 years, and his son Bo plays baseball there. Call or text Joe Wimpy Agency Farmers Insurance today, 970 972-771-8051. That's 972-771-8051. If your vendor does not value your feedback, you're with the wrong one. At UBO Business Services, we are serious about being in the service business. 
We send a survey after every service call. If it's positive, we call or email them with a thank you for their feedback. If it is negative, we call to see how we can make it better. No matter what your business is, we are all in the customer service business. In your office, if your sticker does not say UBO on the machine, do they really care? Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com. Do you have pain or sports injuries that are keeping you on the sidelines? Start a conversation with a specialist at Ascension Medical Group, Providence Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Tell us about your activities and your history of pain or a recent injury so together we can create the best care plan for you. We are here with minimally invasive to advanced surgery options, as well as physical therapy, and we treat both kids and adults. Schedule with our specialists today at ascension.org slash Texas Ortho. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Coach's Barbecue Smokehouse, Ascension Providence, The Baylor Club, Myatt Fuels, Schmonts' Sandwich Shop, VersaLive Southwest Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, here's Matt Mosley. It is Matt Mosley. Happy to be with you. On this Wednesday afternoon, sun's been peeking out a little bit today. Tomorrow's supposed to be a little bit warmer. As Aaron was saying, maybe highs in the low 50s on Saturday. Hopefully some sun out there. And uh, we hope you'll tune in to the uh, Game Day Live show that we have on the um, the, uh, Office of Baylor Alumni Tailgate show. And uh, Lark and Tom and I will be on the air at 7 a.m. Aaron, do you feel like on an 11 a.m. game, do, do most people kind of start their day, cup of coffee? Maybe they wait till about 7.15. Maybe maybe they're not with us in that first segment. By about 7.30, would you say, I don't want to aim too high here, that 50% of the Baylor fans are probably listening to us by about 7.30? Does that seem like a, a big number to you, or does that seem about right? That seems about right. Oh, good, good. Yeah, I think about half the crowd will be there, so we'll that'll be good, and we'll we'll prepare and we'll be ready. God, I love a good I love a good morning type situation. Um, we uh, we've got a lot planned for you in this hour. In fact, John Jacobs, uh, Coach Jacobs, one of my favorites, and he's associate head coach for the Bears, and uh, with Jerome Tang moving on, uh, John's you know he and uh, Coach Brooks have kind of divided those responsibilities. But I might ask him a little bit about that, what it's been like so far without Jerome. What, you know, what has he done? Any, does he do anything differently? Does he approach anything differently? Does he have any more kind of responsibilities? Does he have less time to answer things from Mosley? I mean, I think all of these things uh, can, uh, can be brought up. Now, uh, interestingly today, uh, Sonny Dykes, was being interviewed. Uh, he was doing it at one of his uh, press conferences, media availability with TCU. And it came up, Aaron, about Dave Aranda being a young, early in his 20s, maybe about 23-year-old assistant 
at Texas Tech. Sonny Dykes was there, okay, because he was the obviously the uh, the son of the great Spike Dykes. And so, what I'm, I'm trying to think when this would have been, like who would have been the head coach? Because um, I'm trying to think if Sonny ever spent any time with Mike Leach back in the day. But I think you'd have to go back even further. Anyway, I, I'll have to examine that. But uh, Sonny was on his dad's staff at some point back in the day. In fact, his dad coached Ward Whites. I think Ward Whites might have overlapped a little bit. It may have had more of Jerry Moore, but then Spike was probably coming in after uh, after Jerry Moore was at uh, Texas Tech, our own Ward Whites. You can hear him on the morning show. I, I want to hear Sonny, though, because this is Sonny Dykes, coach of the 10-0 Frogs, talking about a 20-something Dave Aranda. And what Dave was like, I mean, Dave's pretty introverted as a 45, 46-year-old head coach and one of the the better head coaches in the country. What was he like in his early 20s? Here is Sonny Dykes talking about that earlier today. You know what I love about Dave is Dave has, I mean, there's not two people in the world more opposite than Dave Rand and Mike Leach, Okay. But I have a tremendous appreciation for both of them because they both are completely 100% authentic. You know what I mean? And Dave has been Dave. You know, Dave is one of those guys where he was kind of a, um, you know, nerdy when he was at, 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 you know, at Texas Tech, real mature, um, smart, you know, always wanted to talk football, you know, and that point you know we had a lot of young coaches that you know we went out and stayed up late and did stuff we weren't supposed to do and Dave did you know he was he was in bed at nine o'clock every night you know what I'm saying and so he was just a real mature guy and really smart real focused and um and really and I really admire him because you know I think he, he had to grow into that role because you know Dave's not the most outgoing person in the world and he's turned into a fantastic head coach and probably outside of his comfort zone a little bit just because I think he's pretty much an introvert um, you know I think he's probably more comfortable doing that um, you know but he's an outstanding guy he's very very smart you know people are always going to have a ton of respect for him because of the way he handles himself and uh, you know the way he treats his players um, and again I really admire him for being an outside the box thinker because I really think he is, and I think he's really smart with a lot of things he does. Because kind of answer what I was going to ask you. He's always been the cerebral. So yeah, guy. yeah, and cerebral is probably a better way to put it than nerdy. Uh, yeah, but he, he but yeah, but he has for sure. And he probably used to look at me and you know and go, "That's the most immature old guy I've ever seen in my life," you know. And so, um, but you know, that's now that I'm 53, I'm just starting to get close to being as mature as he was at probably 23. Sonny Dykes. Now that he's 53, he's getting closer to being as mature as as Aranda was at 23. So kind of fun to hear that. I don't – I think he would – regrets probably saying nerdy. That's not – it's not – although Aranda's got a good sense of humor, it'll just – we'll laugh that off. But – it's it's just it's funny to hear like a 53 year old guy almost like 
you know, talking about people when they're still in high school, sometimes you'll say, oh, that person's a nerd, or I was a nerd, or whatever. <laughs> I, I mean, uh, Aaron, was it, would it be called nerdy if, when I was in fourth grade, if I called myself commissioner of a Nerf football league at our school, and, and I literally would sign people to contracts at the back of the classroom, at the ma- the back of Mrs. Johnson, like, it depends on how you look at it, right? There might people people say, well, you knew he was going to be in sports, but that's probably not what most kids were doing. But that was happening. That was happening. So there may be some nerdy aspects of that. Also, the fact, Aaron, that uh, I had on, you know, you see me wearing mostly prescription shades. It's because I, for some reason, I just kind of like that tint. But. I, for the most of my life, had some of the thicker glasses you can ever imagine till I got to about high school, and I, I got contacts. I thought, well, maybe maybe we've got a better chance of you know having a date or two if, I, if I'm not wearing these huge Coke bottle glasses, and that turned out to be somewhat true, but uh, I do find it funny that he was, he was talking. He said that Dave Aranda was nerdy back in the day. Oh, man. Aaron, let's save. Because we want to be on time with Coach Jacus, But let's leave it on the button bar. Is that what we call it, Aaron? I love talking about button bars. Um, I just, I'm fascinated with the, the button bar there at the station. Like right now, Aaron, can you see the button bar? Is there like a bar that has several things you could play? Yeah, I have. Like what? how much stuff is up there? I just want to, like just, just randomly punch something. I want to hear something from the button bar right now. Oh, <laughs> is that is that a heckling kind of a booing type deal? Yeah, that's for if you know, we yeah. start talking about Aggies or something like that. <laughs> Just have that ready to go. <laughs> well, I have a yeah on the uh, on the screen. I have yeah. about I don't know forty different things. Oh man, including you know that clip we just played plus. You know, like things like the applause. So is, that, is, like is that. that the deal that you say occasionally is a very sensitive type deal? Like occasionally people will hear like a little sound. Doesn't happen often, but we'll hear a little sound all. And, of course, I can't function if I hear anything. I can't play through anything. Is that the button bar? Is is that what, like if you sneeze or something, literally something will go off? Yes, and that actually <laughs> happened. I sneezed, and a droplet of moisture hit the no, screen, no. and it played something off yeah. the button bar. That happened during John's show, I think, last yeah. week. Well, you cannot sneeze any longer, Aaron. You've got to prevent that or, or walk out in the hall. We cannot have that kind of thing. John and I are very serious people, and we cannot have any mistakes on the show. It is the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas and uh, John Jacobs, associate head coach for men's basketball, joins us next. The source for Baylor athletic news and information, ESPN Central Texas. This is the Baylor Sports Beat, a daily look inside Baylor athletics. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Our company's number check of Baylor Athletics on the midweek Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, our weekly visit with Athletic Director Mac Rhodes, talking Baylor volleyball, men's and women's basketball, and the rivalry football game with TCU. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. 
Oh, her first word. Mama. Then, before I knew it... Mom! Soccer practice, art club, driver's ed, dating, graduation, five years of college. Mom, this is Ted. Wedding bells and suddenly... Life fast forwards. Keep up with Texas Farm Bureau insurance and protection that changes with your auto, home, and life needs. It's the right coverage for any moment. Because moments worth covering are never accidents. Get a free review of your current policy. Call 877-FARM-BUREAU. Discounts may vary by situation. Say big during the Black Friday sales event at Alice Samuels in Waco. Celebrating with an incredible lineup of all new 2022 Jeep models like the Grand Cherokee, Grand Cherokee L, Renegade, Gladiator, Wrangler, and the Wrangler 4XE. Jeep SUVs are known for their design and technology. The Grand Cherokee L even brings you extended seating with the third row. If we don't have exactly what you want, we can order it today. Come see what Alan Samuels can offer you and your family and find the Jeep that fits your lifestyle. Come by. Let's be friends. The Baylor Coaches Show, live from Rudy's on the Circle in Waco, tonight at 7 p.m. here on ESPN Central Texas. Join us tonight, beginning at 7, live from Rudy's, and hear from head baseball coach Mitch Thompson and head football coach Dave Aranda. Tune in to the Baylor Coaches Show, live from Rudy's on the Circle in Waco, tonight at 7 p.m. here on the flagship station for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas. Now doing his part in preparing champions for life. Here's the voice of the Bears. And welcome back today, our weekly visit with Athletic Director Mac Rhodes on another busy week in the fall in Baylor Athletics. Yeah, that time of year you mentioned it, man. Pick your pick your choice, right? <laughs> it's uh, it's a choice of volleyball, basketballs, or or uh, or football. But uh, big match tonight, you know, volleyball ranked number uh, number fifteenth uh, versus versus Iowa State at uh, seven p.m. in the. Uh, in the Farrell Center. So, looking forward to that one. Basketball off to a great start and some big games coming up for both the men and the women. Yeah, both. Let's let's start with the women. You know, Sunday at uh, 2 p.m. here in the Farrell Center against number 19, uh, Maryland. And so, uh, need a uh, wild electric environment for them. And uh, so, that, that will be a, a really a big-time matchup and, and looking forward to that. And then, you know, our men are off to, to Las Vegas and, and play uh, – Friday at, at 6 p.m. our time versus uh, number 16, Virginia. And, uh, you know, John, of course, all of us, you know, have the Virginia family in uh, in our prayers and thoughts. And and uh, what a what a tragedy tragedy. And, you know, we just pray for for uh, for them. We pray for the families and uh, just just thinking about them. Yeah. Amen to that. How about Saturday? Baylor TCU. Man, there's a lot wrapped up in that game on Saturday. There is. Obviously, TCU coming in undefeated, ranked number four. Uh, Fox Big Noon kickoff decides to to come back to campus. You know, uh, two years in a row. That that really speaks well to to our to our fans and to our staff and and coaches. And so excited about that. And uh, as you mentioned, you know, a, a rivalry game and and a and a big game for for us as we continue to try to get better and um, I'm looking forward to it. It uh, will be a big stage and uh, and what a great opportunity for us. Thanks, Mac. And that's our time for today. More tomorrow on our next Baylor Sports Beat. Your leader in high school sports, ESPN Central Texas. The Whitney Coaches Show with David Haynes Jr. Brought to you by Citizen State Bank and Frontier Waste Solutions. And Coach, first off, take us back to last week. You are the lower seed in the bi-district championship match last week against Teague. You came out on top 38-15. to 15. Seemed to play well in every facet of the game. Talk about that matchup last week 
against the Lions and what your key takeaways were for your ball club? Um, super excited for our kids. I mean, they deserved it, man. They pra- they practiced hard last week, and um, you know it showed up on Friday night. Um, I thought that we played well in all three aspects of the game, but we still have so much room for improvement. How how has it been for you to just take over this program and in year one lead them to a playoff win? Um, it was exciting. It was exciting for my um, my family, for myself, and just for the, this coaching staff. Man, they they believe in you know what I'm trying to instill, and they're going out and pushing the same same stuff. And the kids the same way that they're believing in what we're saying. And so just to go out there and do that, it wasn't just for me. I mean, it was for the community, for the school, and for these kids. And again, as you said throughout the year, at the end of the day, all you can really do is focus on yourself. And that's heading into this week in your matchup against Pottsboro. This is a Cardinal team that hasn't lost since September 9th. They're playing really, really good football right now. Tough matchup here in round two. What What's the strength of this Cardinal team on both sides of the ball? And what's it going to take for the Wildcats to get a win and move on to round three? Um, their strength is, I mean, they're just a big, tough, physical team. And so we're going to have to match it. Um, and the kids understand that, too, and, and that's the approach that we've taken this week. Uh, we can do anything that we want to do. So um, if we want to go out there and lay down, we'll lay down. But if we want to go out there and match their intensity, match their physicality, then we can go out there and do that and, and make it a fun game. ESPN Central Texas. Citizen State Bank is excited about Central Texas high school sports and is glad to be part of so many outstanding communities. Citizens has 10 branches to serve you, including Buffalo, Centerville, Clifton, Dawson, Grosbeck, Hubbard, Itasca, Teague, West, and Whitney. If you are one of their valued customers, they say thank you for your business. If you are looking for a bank where you are more than a number, check them out at CitizenStateBankTX.com. Members' children participate in many school activities. This gives Citizen State Bank a vested interest in the lives of these students. They wish all of the student athletes, cheerleaders, and band and drill team members a year of success. Whether you're a bison, tiger, cub, bulldog, goat, jagger, wampus, cat, lion, trojan, or wildcat. Know that Citizen State Bank supports and appreciates your hard work. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. Make your trash disappear. Call your friends at Frontier. Frontier Waste Solutions is a locally owned and operated waste management company. We are Texas-based and Texas-proud. Frontier Waste offers roll-off dumpster rentals, commercial waste disposal, and residential garbage collection. At Frontier Waste, we will pick up your trash. Our equipment is well-maintained, and we have a great culture here where employees are taken care of, too. Call me for your municipal, commercial, and construction dumpster quotes today. Sabrina with Frontier, 254-855-6683. Or on our website, FrontierWaste.com. Flinging a green and gold worldwide on the web at SyntechSportsFan.com. There's no better place to watch the big game than Coach's Barbecue Smokehouse. And they're here to help with some money-saving deals. $3 off nachos on Mondays, $3.50 single tacos on Tuesday, discounted bone-in and boneless wings on Wednesdays, $2.50 domestics on Thursday, Thursday, and $7 burgers and barbecue sandwiches on Friday. Plus, there's live music on Wednesdays. Come join in the fun. Coach's Barbecue Smokehouse, 330 Austin Avenue, downtown Waco. Howdy, Chet Garner here, professional guy, searching for bears in the wild. But not just any bears, oh no, a particular kind. With hundreds of thousands roaming freely in the wild, yet still hard to spot, unless you know the signs. 
There they are, Baylor Bears. If you're a bear enthusiast or even a bear yourself, join me and let's find some bears in the wild. Join the expedition at baylor.edu slash alumni. Exceptional experience, extraordinary results. That's what you receive when you hire the attorneys at Steckler, Wayne, Cherry and Love Law Firm. They are trial lawyers with over 100 years combined experience, specializing in catastrophic personal injury and product defect cases, as well as business disputes. Steckler, Wayne, Cherry and Love has an office in Waco, managed by local attorney Craig Cherry. Craig Cherry is triple board certified. Fewer than 1% of all lawyers in Texas are triple board certified. He has obtained significant settlements and verdicts for his clients, due in no small part to his integrity and relentless tenacity. His tireless dedication and ability to anticipate his opponent's next move makes him the ultimate opponent in the courtroom. Learn more about Steckler, Wayne, Cherry, and Love at SWCLaw.com. That's SWCLaw.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weitz with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by BP Services. Top five in the college football playoff poll, whole serve. Georgia is number one, followed by Ohio State, Michigan, TCU, and Tennessee at five. Virginia has canceled its game against Coastal Carolina on Saturday after the shooting deaths of players Lavelle Davis Jr., Deshaun Perry, and David Chandler, the school announced today. No decision has been made on the season finale against Virginia Tech. Beta women's basketball defeated SMU last night 58-55. UMHB men's basketball tonight in the Mayborn Center versus Fort Hood Phantom Warriors. It's the annual toy toss game for the Crusaders. Tip is at 7.30. Dallas Mavericks beat the Clippers last night 103-101. Tonight at the AAC, the Mavs host the Rockets 7.30 tip-off. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Uh, it is the uh, Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Longtime friend of the show, John Jake is now joining us, associate uh, head coach for men's basketball and if you hear some driving or hear people discussing things in the background coach jacus is on a bus on a shuttle getting ready to to head to vegas with the team um this is the uh, continental tire las vegas main event boy i love this uh i love all this that's going on with uh with this uh series and uh coach are, are uh this is y'all have had a fun start to the season but boy this is a major step up in competition yeah man thanks for having me appreciate you having me on hope you can hear us clearly on the bus uh we're trying to get to vegas tonight and uh we've been playing the first three games it's been good for us to get some kinks out work on things tighten up our defense and get out and run on offense but certainly this weekend with the three top 20 teams in the tournament besides us it's just that's a special deal so we're going to find out where we're at real quick this weekend I think you will. It sounds like somebody's back there watching film. We'll call it that. Or maybe maybe Scott's listening to some of his favorite tunes uh, on the bus there. But I hope it's good. Yeah, he's you know, Christian. his favorite movies, Glory Bro. Oh. So we got this tradition on the bus when we watch a movie on the way to the airport. You mentioned the background right now. And usually it's a sports. You ever seen yeah. Glory Road? But 
Thanks for yeah. being patient with us. No, no, no. You're fine. Glory Road is that the is that the one with uh, about Coach Haskins and uh, and uh, and uh, what would become UTEP. That is. There's only two okay. teams ever win a national championship. They're one of them, and that's the other one. But Coach Lodge is moving. Yeah, yeah. Texas Western becomes uh, UTEP, and the Baylor Bears, of course, win one. So, uh, yeah, I hate to take you away from that, Coach. Although I would wow. imagine. I would imagine you've seen Glory Road a few times in your day, but I'm glad the guys are getting to getting to see that, get, see a good movie as y'all get ready to go to Vegas. Now, um, what I mean, how, this is a business trip in the sense that uh, that you gotta you gotta focus and you're gonna play. You got a chance to play uh, two really good teams. All these teams are ranked. Uh, but but maybe hopefully have a little bit of fun along the way, especially since it's so early in the season. Uh, Coach Jacobs, are you a Vegas guy? I know you're an international traveler because you've worked overseas. Uh, you still recruit overseas. Is Vegas a place that you've enjoyed going to over the years, or is that not really where the Jacobs family goes when they have a little downtime? Yeah, you you got to go to Vegas in August for recruiting. They changed that this year, but there's been some times in our past where we've had to go there pretty consistently to wrap up the AU season. Yeah. Go all the time. I can tell you this, my family has never taken a vacation in Vegas. Uh, it's probably not <laughs> my spot or first choice. I know some people love it. Uh, but I do love the basketball part. And when I was at Gonzaga, we played the WCC tournament there and then this tournament with MGM and Connection will be really special. The, the, the way they handle the basketball and the, the gyms they've recently built. It's a, it's a nice upgrade, and there's tons of conference tournaments there, and this tournament will be really special. And the fact that we have four teams, they're all tournament teams, and I'll probably finish in the top two or three in their conference. It's going to be a special, special thing. Given your ties to both Baylor and that Gonzaga program, did, um, did you hear from some of your Zags buddies when this uh, story came out that the the Big 12 may be entertaining the idea of trying to bring Gonzaga into the uh, into the conference. Did that excite you? Did that? Uh, uh, I mean, it's 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 exciting in one way until you have to play them every year. You know, <laughs> it's yeah. what was your what was your thought on that? There's different philosophies. Some guys love to play their friends, and some guys don't like it. I would say I'm in the second category, but. If you're going to put Gonzaga in our league, and then we steal Arizona or whoever it might be, the Tommy Lloyd connection there, you already got Coach Tang hanging out in the big 12. I think we're getting to the tipping point where people that I love or coach with or on staff together with, it's getting too high for me. So I'd prefer to play strangers, but at the same time, <laughs> we're the best basketball conference in the country. I understand the draw and what they're doing right now to expand the league and way they're looking into the future there's some really exciting things going on so i'm not surprised that people want to be a part of it and um you know i love the truth on robin and the way it is now but i just think how basketball is changing not just with nil but with conference realignment and so my opinion doesn't matter much the number one thing is we just need to adjust and stay humble and as new teams or new things come our way it's how can we best take advantage of those situations and and grow. Fixed mindset is where you get in trouble. A growth mindset is where we need to stay. So whether they come or not, it's just not a growth mindset for us. But I, I, I would expect our league's going to grow. I just don't know when and specifically who. 
John Jakus joining us, associate head coach for the Baylor Bears on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, Glory Road playing in the background. Um, and, uh, Coach, by the way, if you were going to name your favorite either sports or basketball movie, mine will always be Hoosiers, but that's guys in, in, in our age range. You're actually younger than I am, as hard as that is to believe. I, uh, uh, Hoosiers was when we were came out when a lot of us were either you know in junior high or high school and so that ended up being our favorite uh basketball movie what's your favorite sports movie ever Hoosiers also for sure okay i don't even think it's close it's not only my favorite sports movie it's probably my favorite movie of all time so i've uh, seen that i would guarantee you 50 times and as a youth i probably watch it once a week um, every summer while well, we had VHS tapes, which our players certainly don't know anything about VHS tapes. But uh, I had Hoosiers on VHS tapes. It was a huge part of uh, my youth. It's one of the best ever. So me and you, we, we think alike, which is why I like you so much. Well, I appreciate that. It feeling is mutual. If I got it in my head right now, I could sing that theme music. You know, na 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 It's something like that. Um, in fact, I, I had a New Testament um, class. Uh, that was Dr. Keithley at Baylor. And, and my buddy Stan Smith and I stayed up till about 3 or 4. It won't shock you to find out we were having to cram a little bit. Perhaps we did not study along the way. And, uh, and that we were listening to the Hoosiers soundtrack to get ready to try to take that uh, New Testament. Uh, and I, I don't it, – it helped me. I can't remember if it helped my buddy Stan or not, but uh, it, that was good. Now, Coach, uh, uh, there was something that Scott said the other day that grabbed my attention. And he called a guy that's back there on the bus with you right now, Del Bonner, and Scott's not given to hyperbole. Now, he loves numbers, and he loves throwing out a bunch of stats and all that kind of stuff, and, and that's fine. But he doesn't usually say things like this. So it grabbed my attention. He said about Del Bonner, he's the best, quote, the best ball mover in the country. Um, that grabbed my attention because I guarantee you all have some analytics to kind of back some of that up. What, what exactly does that mean in terms of is he just – does he just always go the right way? Is he quick about it? Is he decisive? When, when, if you call somebody the best ball mover in the country, what exactly are you saying about somebody? Yeah, I think Dale is, you know, at the heart of what we do, I know recruiting is important, scheduling is important, Scott's longevity is important, the way Baylor supports us is important. But at the heart of what we do, we're still a player development program. And when you take somebody like Dale from Division Two and then he transfers – up to this level, not just the Division One level, but the high major level in the Big 12. His development matters. But the one thing he's always been is incredibly fast. And then the other thing he is, which is, I think, underrated, is his decision-making is really fast. It takes less than a half a second for Dale to decide to dribble, pass, or shoot. All the people like dribbling in place or holding the ball, Dale is gone. And in the middle of that decision, he can pass in a ball screen, you can get in a paint without a ball screen, which is really great college guards live in the paint. And uh, he, he can get there whenever he wants with or without the ball screen. And then sometimes he just knows that it's his time to swing the ball and just get it out of his hands, just throw the one more. And there's an energy to him. And when he comes in, there's an energy to our offense. And uh, when he comes off the bench, it's almost like this lift. But the lift comes because people know if they give the ball up, they're probably going to get it back. 
so much a college offense because these kids were the best players on their team their whole life. It's the trust of what happens when I give it up. Will I get it back? Mm-hmm. And Dale's infectious that way. And our assist percentage is as high as it's ever been since I've been here. We're playing faster than we have, and we're pitching ahead and sharing. I think we're fun to watch right now. We'll find out what that looks like this weekend. But a lot of that fun starts because of the trust people have in Dale. And you can see Adam. He had 10 assists last game and one turnover. As he shifted the point guard even away, he's making decisions. And sharing the ball has improved immensely. So I think it's contagious, but certainly Dale's kind of at the core of that. Yeah, well, John Jake is talking uh, with us as they get ready to go catch a flight to uh, Las Vegas, and uh, this great uh, uh, this great matchup with uh, uh, I mean Illinois and UCLA will be in that other game. Y'all will be playing Virginia. Um, the, the, the tragedy that took place um, there in Virginia. I mean, that's a really tough thing that that whole group is dealing with right now. And I know Baylor's reached out to them. Uh, Scott mentioned today that the players, the Baylor players, had sent notes or letters um, along to the, to you know, to the uh, Virginia players, um, which again says a lot about your guys. But uh, that's an interesting environment to walk into, John, because uh, that team has a lot more than basketball on its mind. But in a sense, I, I, hopefully what I think of is maybe this will be some sort of escape uh, to do something normal uh, it, to play in this game. But what, what was the, the genesis of y'all deciding to send those letters? And uh, I, I just think it says a lot about your program and, and your players that they would want to do something like that. Yeah, certainly it's a sad deal. And it says a lot about our kids. And uh, we're incredibly proud of the way they've kind of adopted Scott's model of joy, Jesus, others, and yourself. And in times like this, I think we're thankful for our players, but so much of that starts with Coach Drew. And um, Coach known, has known Tony Bennett for a long time. It's a very small coaching fraternity, but it's even smaller where their their dads are Hall of Fame college coaches, and then they follow in their footsteps and both win a national championship. And it, they've known Tony since he was in his teen years. So um, I think that the combination of that relationship and the tragedy that Scott just wanted to let them know that we love them and we're praying for them and thinking of them. And they had to cancel their game earlier this week when we played Northern Colorado. They canceled the game that evening. And, you know, I just hope and pray that when they come out and we get to play in Vegas, it is a, it is a relief or at least a moment to do what they love and get those kinds of things off their mind. So our thoughts are certainly with them and we hope this Vegas thing can be a healing thing for everyone. <laughs> Certainly an unfortunate tragedy, and we need to stop these things. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, what about the prospect of possibly playing on Sunday against Matthew Meyer, someone that's meant so much to the program and I know you think the world of? Um, you talk about having to go against coaches that are friends, having to, having to the year after uh, a guy transfers out, you know, and in uh, playing against uh, one of your players, that has to be uh, even a, a weirder deal uh, to do something like that. What 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 do you what do you kind of I mean? Won't that be strange if you have to face Meyer in that in a game Sunday? Yeah, we got to remember Dane Danger also who's a Baylor Bear. Yeah, had yeah. In fifteen, in one of his games to start the season, playing you know great basketball right now. That twenty points and fifteen rebounds in eight minutes in one game is a special night. And, uh, you know, last time I saw Matt was at a former walk on Jackson Moffitt's wedding. 
And uh, we sat together, and he sat with me and my wife, and I imagine someday I'll be at Matt's wedding. And, um, you know, he's important to us. We've won a championship together. Both he and Dane are important people to us. We them and spend time with the families. And it's part of new college basketball. You know, we're going to do this when Jalen Bridges played West Virginia. We're going to do this in some ways when we play Gonzaga and when we play Coach Tang. There's this movement between coaches and now players have the freedom to move. That's just not yeah. going to go away anytime soon. So you have to emotionally just get over it, not focus on it, and put it in this place where you can process it and make it about basketball and not personal. So certainly won't be personal if we do end up playing Illinois. Um, it'll just be about basketball. And we'll play those 40 minutes and move on. We'll still love Dane and Matt. But this is going to be a more common occurrence across the college yeah. landscape because players can now move with the same freedom coaches used to be able to move, and they deserve that. So if that's part of the deal, we're going to have to live with it. I think we'll get through it and we'll move on. All right. Uh, well, listen, I want you to have safe travels, the whole Baylor family. Of course, we got to get ready for TCU Baylor on Saturday, Fox Big Noon kickoff coming to campus. So I, I really wish you all could be there for that, but you're going to get yeah, some extremely week. important competition out there in Vegas. So we'll be watching all of that, and uh, that's going to be – it'll be some great matchups. And what a – I mean, for some of your younger players even, with Keontae uh, George, who's been so good as a passer, I think that's uh, caught a few people by surprise because he's known as such a prolific scorer that he's such an unselfish player. So um, th- those are going to be great opportunities for – for a for a, a team that's still kind of getting to know each other, uh, but we can't. Uh, we're, we're looking forward to watching that. John, appreciate you doing it on such a busy day, and uh, please enjoy the rest of the film. Okay. Yeah, for sure. Thanks for having me on. Go Baylor football, and hopefully this will be a great weekend for us. And I agree on Keontae. The way he's sharing as a freshman is pretty special. Okay, and, and be willing to go ahead and hit uh, on sixteen if they're showing a ten or. Or uh, one of those, you know, a king or whatever. Uh, be, do not just stop on 16. Don't be that guy at the table, okay? I can either confirm or deny if I'm going to partake in that this weekend. Hopefully, we're going to win basketball games. <laughs> okay. Okay, there he goes. John Jacobs, the associate head coach for the Bears. And uh, he will, uh, they will t- go out there and play open with Virginia. Uh, Friday, tomorrow evening, and then, of course, uh, on Sunday will be like the championship game. But they'll get two games in no matter what. They'll play either, if they win, beat Virginia, they'll play the winner of that uh, UCLA-Illinois game. If they lose, they'll play the loser of that game, and everything will be fine. And we'll all have a, a good time, and there's no reason to overreact, even if they win it all, or even if they lost two games, heaven forbid. Uh, because all these are ranked teams. What a great opportunity it is uh, early in the season to go see something like this. Okay, good stuff from uh, from Coach Jacobs and uh, Aaron. That, that that he was having to play through that one. That was uh, Glory Road. Did you like that movie, Aaron? Glory. Did you ever see that? I have not seen it. I heard it's great, okay. but I've never. I haven't watched it. That is the movie, for people that haven't seen it, about Don Haskins, the man they called The Bear. I think we lost Don a few, uh, a few couple of years ago, but uh, uh, became the co- uh, he was at, I guess it was called Texas Western. That became UTEP, and Haskins was there for like 25, 30 years. Uh, incredible coach, and in fact, he was uh, one of the first coaches in Texas to uh, integrate his program 
and uh, kind of an amazing story of going and taking down Kentucky. Uh, and in fact, Pat Riley might have been on that Kentucky team now that I think about it. But Glory Road, good film, and that's what the Baylor men were watching, and that's what you heard in the background. Sometimes we just kind of have to play through things, but I just kind of wanted to reset, let you know what all was going on. All right, we've got to say good night. Uh, as hard as that is to do, we've got to say good night. I'll give you a couple of breaking news items as uh, there's been some trades, and I want to mention something that happened with the Rangers. We'll do it all next. Your leader in high school sports, ESPN, Central Texas. The Axel Coaches Show with Craig Horn is brought to you by Triple S Sports. And Coach, first off, take us back to last week. A by-district championship victory over Rosebud Lot, uh, 28-27. The first playoff victory for the Axel Longhorns in 10 years uh, what has the reaction been around town and what has it been like for you just to in your first year in Axel get a playoff win for the first time in such a long time for the program it's huge for sure we we thought coming into the year we had a chance to flip this thing around and and be pretty good pretty quick uh we knew if we were gonna have a chance at winning a a game, a playoff game that we were going to have to be seated fairly high with, with Crawford and Marlin um, being at the top of that district. But, you know, Rosebud Lot was a challenge. We scrimmaged them early in the year. We knew they were they were bigger than us. We knew they were faster than us. And we felt like we were going to have to play mistake-free football to have a chance to win. And uh, our kids just kept playing hard. We, we, we didn't play well, but uh, they didn't quit. They were down by, by 13 points and uh, down by 14 uh, another time, and they they just kept on kept on keeping on. Area round matchup. You'll be at Midway Panther Stadium in Hewitt to take on Hamilton. Give us a preview of your area matchup with the Bulldogs of Hamilton and what it'll take for the Longhorns to get a win and advance to round three. Well, they're they're basically a mirror image of us. You know, they they just have a bunch of kids that play hard. Uh, they don't seem to quit, and they they uh, they they've got a lot of a lot of fight to them. And uh, you know, I'm not gonna you know say that they're not overly talented, but you know, they're just 11 solid guys on the field, and there's no superstars out there. And and uh, you know, it's kind of how we are. So you know, when when you play a team like that, you get a win as a team because uh, you know all 11 of your guys you got to be responsible for for their assignments, and if they're not, then you're gonna get exposed. So. Uh, yeah, it'd be a good challenge. ESPN Central Texas. Triple S Sports is your one stop for all your baseball and softball gear. They have the latest bats, gloves, balls, and equipment from names that you know and trust. Rawlings, Louisville Slugger, DeMarini, Wilson, Easton, Mizuno, Under Armour, and New Balance. Triple S Sports can also take care of your team uniform needs with their large selection of the latest sublimated apparel and custom caps. Ask about league and school special discounts. Stop by their warehouse in Waco or visit them at triplesports.com. Play ball! BP Services of Waco is a licensed and fully insured electrical contractor for industrial, commercial, and residential projects in the Central Texas area. Your home or business will be in good hands with BP Services, whether you need a complete wiring overhaul, simply installing or replacing electrical outlets, or when your power goes out. Their electricians will promptly and safely help with the installation of motion sensors, recessed lighting, LED above and under counter lighting, smoke detectors, outdoor generators, outdoor lighting, custom lighting designs, electrical panel up 
upgrades and circuit breaker replacements. Call BP Services today for a free estimate within 24 hours. And if you agree to the estimate, 15% off your bill. 254-292-8908. Call BP Services when electricity is on your list. Call BP Services your needs. I priority. 292-8908. Your needs. Is the Big 12 Blitz, weekdays at 5.50 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Maya Fuel should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas owned and operated, independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery, they also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107 or find them at myatfuels.net. That's myatfuels.net. hear my voice you're close enough to come see me this month at harley davidson of waco i have an incredible offer for all active duty and retired military personnel with the purchase of any brand new harley davidson model receive one thousand dollars with the free accessories or an in-store one thousand dollar gift card to spend as you choose i'm paying way too much money for trade-ins and i have a huge selection of certified pre-owned harleys as well so come see me this month at harley davidson of waco when you need to build a fence on your farm or ranch, whether it's an eight-foot game fence for your deer or exotic animals or any type of livestock, Aim High Fence is the one to call. They're a turnkey operation to include custom entryways and gates, pipe rail fence, working pens, and water gaps. With over 50 years of combined experience, you can count on them for a quality fence. Owner Craig Davidson is a 1983 Crawford graduate and an 82nd Airborne veteran. So give them a call for a free estimate at 254-981-3595. AimHighFence.com or look them up on Facebook. Stay close. The Dismount with Matt Mosley is coming up on ESPN Central Texas. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weitz with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by BP Services. Top five in the college football playoff poll, whole serve. Georgia is number one, followed by Ohio State, Michigan, TCU, and Tennessee at five. Virginia has canceled its game against Coastal Carolina on Saturday after the shooting deaths of players Lavelle Davis Jr., Deshaun Perry, and Devin Chandler, the school announced today. No decision has been made on the season finale against Virginia Tech. Beta women's basketball defeated SMU last night 58-55. UMHB men's basketball tonight in the Mayborn Center versus Fort Hood Phantom Warriors. It's the annual toy toss game for the Crusaders. Tip is at 7.30. Dallas Mavericks beat the Clippers last night 103-101. Tonight at the AAC, the Mavs host the Rockets 7.30 tip-off. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time now for the dismount of the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Well, our broadcast day has come to a close. And uh, we've covered lots of ground today. I enjoyed talking. I mean, Aaron... I don't know if you remember some of those names that um, John Denton was throwing out earlier. But for those of us, I mean, you you remember some of them for sure. And Aaron and I are about the same age. I, TCU have always been a rival of Baylor. It heated up when they came back, and the Bryles and Patterson thing, you know, gave it a new heft. But um, 
referred to as the revivalry, which is kind of fun for a couple of uh, Christian schools. Although TCU's kind of moved away from that a little bit. The Bears still, Baylor still, we lean into our Christian heritage and the Baptist. I always give uh, Simcox uh, a little bit of a hard time. The, the C in TCU, they don't play up quite as much as, as, the, as the Baptists do. That's okay. Two good schools, two really good schools. That's going to be a fun matchup as they get ready to get it on. And I, I think here's what I expect. Duggan's going to come in, and Max Duggan is a gamer. And he's going to try to run on the Bears. I mean, they, they've shown that they have trouble sometimes with running quarterbacks, and I promise you there's going to come that time. So they got to be ready for it. Of course, last year it was TCU's other quarterback who took down the Bears. That was Chandler Morris, who had a really big game, and uh, that was a tough loss for Baylor. I think Blake Shapin is going to come back and play – a tremendous football game. I really do. You know, we can talk about how shaky Blake was in that game last week against Kansas State. Listen, everybody was shaky. You think the defense wasn't shaky? Letting Will Howard just slice and dice him? You think the coverage wasn't shaky? Letting that Sanat, that 34, or the tight end, just run roughshod through, through him? My goodness. So can't always just put everything on the quarterback. I got friends who listen to us like, well, he shouldn't have had no Bohannon. Shouldn't have let him go. Shouldn't have picked the deal. Listen, Shapin is the man. People got to get behind him. They're not going to bench him. They're not going to bench him. He's the guy they're going to ride with. I think he's going to play a tremendous game. I think he'll play with a lot of confidence. All right, Big Doom kickoff is getting closer. We've got a huge show planned for you tomorrow as we start to look at some of this high school football coming up. Everybody have a great evening. We'll see you tomorrow at 4 o'clock straight up. John Morris before us at 3. Good night, everybody. It's time now for the Modern Media Big 12 Blitz. Modern Media, your full-service advertising agency. Now, here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's time for a check of Big 12 football on today's Modern Media Big 12 Blitz. Coming up, we'll hear from Kansas State.